So there are many keys in life that you can learn out there. There's the key to making money, the key to getting a great career, the key to living a happy life, the key to being physically fit, and all of those. And all of those are great. But today we really want to start with something we have a little more sort of personal experience with, which is the key to living a long-term and happy relationship and sort of sustaining that over a long period. Because we feel like, you know, we've been together for five and a half years now. It's not the longest. Mm-hmm. There's been people who have had longer relationships, obviously. Um, but we have dealt with a lot of sort of adversity through our relationship, right? And we feel like that we might have some value to provide, you know, not only with each other, but, you know, with the audience as a whole and sort of give y'all a little nugget of sort of knowledge and key that we feel like we've lived through um, through these five and a half long but short years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels like forever, but also feels like it went by really quickly. So, um, yes, it did. yes. So I was your first long term relationship, right? Yes. Did you have any sort of uh, relationship role models in your life at any point? Yes, I, I had my grandparents. So. My grandma and my grandpa, they've been together for 40 plus years. Um, I mean, and I was raised by them. So I think I think in terms of relationship, they were definitely my role models. Yeah, I think for me personally, I so I my uh, my mom and my dad split pretty soon after I was born. Um, so I didn't really like have a father growing up at all, um, nor did I really have a stepfather or any other sort of. Uh, role model or parent in my life other than my mother Uh, I had a very supportive like aunts and uncles and everything and that was amazing but you know didn't have another sort of you know parent in my life to really show me sort of a healthy uh, relationship at home or anything that wasn't chaos um, anything that resembled anything that we have anything like what we have together you know and so I think it's kind of odd the way we've sort of been able to manage and last through all these years and through all the different changes and Mm -hmm. through everything we've gone through because neither of us had really had you know the blueprint laid out for us growing up or had any sort of guidance on how to sustain a long-term relationship and you know with us obviously uh we're together but you know any sort of long-term relationship it doesn't necessarily have to be romantic or anything like that it can just be any sort of long-term long-distance thing maybe a close best friend, you know, Mm -hmm. somebody who you're really close with that sometimes, you know, maintaining a relationship over the long haul, over the long term, over the long period is very, very, very difficult because, you know, I think for us, I think the main reason if I had to say like what's like in my opinion, the main reason we've been able to last so long and, you know, maintain our relationship as long as we have is because we've sort of grown together and we've change because when you're with somebody in any long-term relationship because of its nature and how long it is both people are going to change in the relationship Mm -hmm. and if you don't change in the same direction then one person is going to get left behind you know so if somebody is is bettering themselves or is changing a lot or is growing as a person and the other person is very stagnant and not really changing or not really adding anything you know then you're going to sort of misalign your goals in life and the one person is just going to basically leave the other person behind. Right. I mean, really, there's nothing more to it than that. What, what do you think, I think is like the main reason that we've, we've lasted so long? I think, honestly, I think the reason why we have lasted so long is because we don't give up. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter what happens. And, I mean, this just gives insight into who we are as, as people, but we just don't give up. On anything. It doesn't even have to be a relationship where you just don't give up. And because we don't give up on other things, um, we've kind of adapted the same attitude with our relationship. And I think that's what's made us last so long. Mm, Because it doesn't matter what challenge we face. We always face it together. And we don't give up on each other. Yeah. I think a lot of people out there, too, you know, when they're in a relationship, it's especially people who've, who've had bad relationships and who have trust issues, you know. It's very much like the second a little bit goes wrong in the relationship, mm-hmm. it's immediately, you know, like we, we should we should end this like we yes. like this isn't working, you know, and this is like we're yes. not meant for each other kind of thing. It's like they don't find a way to fix the problem yeah. instead of they just run away from it. Um, and I think that's what a lot that's what happens to a lot of relationships, you know, because 
at, at the beginning, every single relationship, it's going to be butterflies and flowers. And you're going to have that high feeling. And, I mean, it usually lasts between, you know, three months to... To a year. To a could, year. Yeah, I could... You know? And, and obviously, it's different for different couples and everything. But you have that period, like the, you the know, honeymoon the honeymoon phase. phase. Like call, yeah. Where you get bu- butterflies and your stomach, all, all the things, right? You, like, can't stop thinking about the person. Yes. And then you hit, like, a stage where you actually just, you, you get annoyed at that person. And that's the stage where you, where you just start seeing all of their flaws mm-hmm. and all of the things that you don't like. Mm-hmm. You start noticing, you know, everything that, that you hate about that person, basically. Yeah. And But the key to staying together longer than past that period is to find a way to not ignore their flaws but to see past them yeah and i think the key you know with that is also trying to help them grow and trying to help yourself grow you know they have flaws and you know once you pass that sort of you know new love honeymoon phase where everything is amazing um because you will pass it eventually every Mm -hmm. relationship does if you last long enough and once you passed it, you know, not only is it uh, uh, sort of accepting and, and recognizing their flaws, but also your own and being willing to sort of compromise and change on your own. Because, um, you know, like, I think I think what, another thing that we should really touch on is sort of the tools that we use to, like, get through things. Because every, you know, every in, in, in the audience, like every person is going to have a relationship if they're in a relationship and especially if they're in a long term relationship. Um, then they're going to have arguments. You're going to have good days and you're going to have bad days. You're going to have things that you don't agree on and you're going to have things that you agree on, you know? Every single relationship. Every single relationship. And I think, I think first, first of all, it's really important that, you know, as long as you agree in the relationship, the sort of general direction you want to go together, Mm -hmm. then I think you can make it, you can always make it work. Like for me and you, we have very different ideas about our future and goals in the sense of like, I, I want to, you know, become an engineer, maybe become an entrepreneur, you know, work with rockets and stuff like that. And you you have your own things or you want to go to the medical field, uh, you know, work with coffee and all those kind of like, you know, things that you want to do. And so even though those are widely different, we both have a sort of shared like, OK, but, you know, we want to go in this direction. We want to be successful. We want to be able to like buy our own house. We want to be able to, to live, you know, in a certain area. We want to be able to do these things in our life and live a certain way, even though we, we differ on some of those things. and. I think talking specifically about the tools that we use, you know, in our arguments and some of the things that we, you know, like practice, I guess you could say, is trying not to get one of them, I will say, is trying not to get too mad in the moment and understanding that having an understanding and a mindset that whatever we're disagreeing on, it will be resolved. You know, it's not the end all be all like that's not it. Um, another thing I think too that a lot of people uh, don't like underestimate is space sometimes and just like letting the other person be a little mad um, if if because that's definitely something uh, I've learned with you a lot because I think I think you can probably speak to this too but our our differing personalities is I'm typically someone who doesn't like to move on until like it's figured out right. and you're someone who. <laughs> likes to completely move on especially if it's something that's difficult or something that you know we've been maybe has been reoccurring in a reoccurring argument in Mm -hmm. in our relationship then it's definitely something um you know you want to like touch on less i guess right so you know i think my opinion in arguments is that i'm the type of person that will shut off when it comes to any argument it it doesn't even matter if it's about us or with my parents, grandparents, sister, anyone, anyone who who I've ever met. If if we have an argument, I will shut off and I will walk away. And you know that can be that can be good and bad. Yeah. And for me, most of the time, you know, it hasn't been the best decision to make because I usually don't want to come back to it at all. Right. <laughs> But, but you know, I, I think it is good to walk away in the moment if you're too heated because it's never good to have an argument with emotional thoughts because you will always say the wrong things. You will always do the wrong things. We were just talking about this the other day. Yes, you, you will tell the other person things that you don't mean, mm-hmm. you know, and... Trying to get like a... You, 
like I was I was telling her this the other night because we did argue about something and you almost like say things just to get a reaction out of the other person. Right. That's that's exactly what those moments are when you say things that you definitely don't mean and you definitely are are feeling emotion, anger, uh, whatever you are feeling towards the other person. You know, and again, it doesn't even have to be romantic relationships. Maybe it's a brother, maybe it's a cousin, a father, a mother, you know, whatever, a best friend, whatever, whoever you're arguing with, you're going to say the most like, you know, outlandish sort of like over the top things because you want to get a reaction, right? You want them to know that you're angry, basically. Right. And I think, you know, and sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I, I think that like with, uh, with us, like we, we, and I think most relationships are like this. We have two different styles of arguing. We have two different styles of... Yes, you know, and they're completely opposites. Completely because opposites. like you said, your style is to just talk about it and figure it out right there and then. Yes. And again, mine is completely just coming back to the situation at a later time. Like, And again, your, your way of dealing with arguments could also be you know, a negative because if you have... If you, or with someone like me, then those things clash and yes. <laughs> they're not always um, the best. Yeah, mix. but I, I mean, I think the the reason I'm like that, though, it kind of goes back to like my sort of just engineering mindset mentality. Also, the way I kind of grew up, you know, I don't like to I don't like to just leave problems and then move on and act like everything's like, OK, when it's not. Now, obviously, I will say this to everyone listening. There's obviously moments. You pick your times, you pick your moments. For example, if we were arguing at a public place or at a party or somewhere, we have a pretty good understanding of each other to know, like, we'll talk about this later. Well, you know? I mean, it's not even that. That's my biggest pet peeve. Yeah. And you know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, even if you give me a wrong face in public, I will tell you, look happy. <laughs> ignore whatever you're talking about just shut up <laughs> and yeah. it's like look your, happy. your shutdownness goes to like another level almost. well it's because in you know when we're around other people i don't want other people to know what's going on in our relationship you know yeah. if we're disagreeing on something that's something that's between us and i've never i've never liked to argue with I'm, other people around i mean yeah and i don't i don't disagree with that at all that's what i'm saying that's what i mean it's like we both have and I don't think that's 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 not something I'm very interested in doing at all either because I also think it's just a waste of time, a waste of waste of energy. So I don't I don't think like, you know, I, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. You know, I that's what my whole point is that you know in public that's a great example of like we're really good and I think in your relationship that's something you need to really talk about and discuss because it's going to happen. You're going to disagree about something in a moment that's not the best moment to talk about it. You know, it could literally be in class, it could be at work, it could be you know, in front of people, in front of friends, at a party, like I said, you know, it could be anywhere where it's like, now it's not the time, you right. know, we've, we've had arguments in the gym before we've had, oh, you know, yes. we've had a few of those. So, I mean, and, and, you know, we're saying this, but obviously it's going to happen. Yeah. And that's You're, my point is you have to, yes. you have to anticipate it. Yes. But you have to, you have to know how to move, you know, even if it happens, you have to know what you're going to do, mm. you know, how you're going to deal with it if it does happen. So. It's, it's always good to talk with your partner about, you know, what what is the best way to deal with an, if we have an argument in public. Yeah. And it, it, I did I did want to say, since we're on the topic of, you know, disagreeing, I think a good healthy tip for it's a good tip for a healthy relationship is to agree to disagree. Just how we don't see eye to eye when it comes to arguing. I think we both understand that we're different and that. You know, and and because you're different doesn't mean I'm going to break up with you, you know, just because you don't argue the same way I do, you know. So it's always good to agree to disagree. Yes. And that's and that's what I mean by sort of just having a sort of being on the same you know level, like communication is definitely one of the keys to a relationship. Absolutely. Like just miscommunicating, which even, you know, we do, you know, mm -hmm. five and a half years in, we still can think completely different things mm -hmm. right and if we don't communicate what we're thinking then the other person's gonna think that we're gonna think the other person is thinking the same thing we are and they're not even close right yeah and that happens all the time so definitely communicate and as long as you get on the same page like whatever your argument style is you know whoever the personalities you're, you're meshing together in your relationship 
just be on the same page about how you want to go about it in this instance, in that instance, you know, in, in public or not in public or, you know, 10 minutes before bed and then you have to wake up at like four or five in the morning, you know, understand the time and place and when to argue and when not to argue when it's like, okay, now's not the time, you know, and those things, as long as you sort of discuss it and communicate, I think that, you know, you're going to be fine because again, I want to like stay on this point. It's going to happen. You're going mm-hmm. to argue no matter how great, you know, no matter how much you love the person, it's going to happen. I mean, people love family and they argue with family like they even more than most. Right. <laughs> right. It's like the people who, who argue the most is family. And, and it's actually funny because the more you are with someone, the more that you're going to argue because you will find more things that you don't like about them or that you disagree, not just necessarily like, but you are not just, you don't see eye to eye with. And you know, that's, it's normal to not see eye to eye. Actually, it's healthy. Yes. You don't want to be with somebody who's literally exactly like you. You. Yeah. Because then A, it's boring. Yes. A, that'd be very boring. <laughs> but B, it just, it just won't work. No. You know, it's like, imagine if you were just dating yourself. I mean, a narcissist would probably love it. You know? Right. But, other but, than that, but, you know, we're trying to create healthy relationships. Exactly. Here. Healthy long term <laughs> relationships, not exactly narcissistic relationships. Because so, that's not good. Yeah. So it's good to have different opinions, different likes, different, you know, future goals. You know, it's good to have different everything. Yeah. Because if you're all the same, then everything's just going to clash and everything. And there's always going to be a competition of who can do what better than the other, you know? And good competition is good mm-hmm. certain moments. Absolutely. Like, like as long as you're pushing each other to grow and again you're like overall y'all are on the same sort of page in what y'all want from life, then I think, you know, you can always make it work, you know. Unless again, if you're if you are in a relationship right now and you're you know, you want to go in this direction in your life and this is where you see your future. And the other person sees it, you know, completely 180 degrees the other way and they see this in their future then it's like it just wouldn't work like for us just to give an example for us like if i went to you tomorrow and was like hey i want to have a kid right i know that that's not going to work out well because not only do i not want to have a kid but neither do you and so that's something that at this point in our relationship not only how young we are but the things we want to achieve having a kid wouldn't align to like where we're going and what we want to do at this stage in our life and so you, you have to sort of be in a the same general direction, you know, not necessarily obviously agree on everything and definitely not, you know, want to do exactly the same things. Just right. have the same sort of fundamentals, the same principles that you live by, the same sort of things you want to, you know, practice in your life. Yeah. Have those kind of like things you want to do. And, you know, I also think it's important to, you know, like the situation that you just mentioned, you know, if somebody wanted to have a kid, but the other person didn't, or, you know, there's millions of different situations like that. When you're faced with that type of choice, I think it's important to think about what's, what's going to be the best thing for me, you know, or what do you desire more? You know, because some people have completely 180 degree goals and they're completely different, but the love that they feel for each other you know, it's it's there and they don't want to give that up. So I think it's important to do. If you know that staying with that person is the best choice that you can make, then you have to figure out ways to kind of compromise. And this goes for the other person, too. You know, if you're with somebody who wants to have a kid like right now and you want to have a kid in like the next five to six years. Right. Then you need to compromise. You need to come to an agreement to, OK, let's have a kid in three years. You know, and I think that's a that's an, a really important advice like that I, I would give to people in a, in a long term relationship because everything is going to be a compromise. Because yes. like we were saying, agreeing and disagreeing, you're always going to you always going to have disagreements, but you have to, you know, in resolving the problem to resolve the problem, you're going to have to make compromises. And I also think, you know, like one thing that we should really touch on is. You know, any advice that we give or any like experience that we share, uh, keep in mind that like every relationship is completely different and it's and it has its own things about it. And, you know, just because one relationship is one way doesn't mean another relationship has to be the same way. For, for example, some relationships, you know, they're perfectly fine and healthy if they see each other, you know, very little. 
and others they need to see each other more and maybe they need to spend more time together you know both both couples and both relationships can be just as healthy and happy it just depends on your particular relationship Mm -hmm. you know not it's not like a one-size-fits-all kind of thing every relationship is completely different based on the the first of all the two wildly different human beings that are coming together and sort of you know in this relationship Mm -hmm. but also like once they're together you know where do they decide to move together and where do they which direction do they decide to go and what things do they decide to do and i think that like it's it's just like completely you know every relationship is completely different and never, ever, ever try and compare your relationship to another couple's mm-hmm. out there because it's completely different. Don't go on Instagram or social media or anything like that and compare what you have with somebody with somebody else, you know, because it's a completely different relationship with completely different personalities and completely different goals. You know, yeah. it's like never, ever compare your sort of relationship right. with another And as long couple. as you're happy with the other person, that's, that's all, all that, that matters. matters. If you're two people who like working you know 10 hours a day and seeing each other for you know one hour during the day and y'all are both happy with that because y'all are workaholics Mm -hmm. then that's what y'all like you know whatever the relationship is it doesn't have to be sort of balanced if your balance is you know 10 hours of work one hour of seeing each other then that's you know that's your relationship yeah as long as you're happy don't let other else other people out there tell you this is how you have to you know, have your relationship to be a healthy relationship because that's definitely not the case. Yeah. And obviously, like, as long as you're truly happy because there are some people who are in really extremely toxic relationships. Absolutely. Where they think they're happy, but they're really not. You know, their they're, uh, their partners just bring them down every, every single day and they're just mistreating them, you know, domestic violence even. So it's important to to reflect on how happy you are in a relationship, like truly happy. Yeah, and I think that's something, you know, personally that I, I would say I have, you know, I saw more. And I think obviously every person is different. But for me, you know, I've seen a lot more toxic relationships in my life than I have healthy ones. I've seen a lot more, you know, sort of just not even necessarily, it doesn't even have to be abusive. I've seen abusive ones, but it doesn't even have to be abusive. Just toxic, unhappy um I guess I I can give just like a little bit of a story about the first time I ever saw a healthy relationship and and growing up or anything like that. And it was actually like not too long ago. And we were already actually together and we had already been together for probably two and a half years. So I had already began building a healthy relationship with you. But the first time I ever like, oh, like, you know, witnessed and sort of was impacted by a healthy, loving sort of adult relationship, like role model in a way was my uncle Nick. He he him and his wife, they were like, you know, very, very much in love and happy. Uh he passed away um about two years ago, like a year and a half ago, I think. And uh in in twenty twenty one and he took me to I, I think I believe you were there too. He drove us to UT Austin to do a college tour. And I remember uh on the way back, um I was like sitting in the back seat and him and and Michelle, which is his wife uh, at the time, like she was sitting in the passenger seat. And I just remember like watching them and just kind of like having this feeling of like, like it was a really surreal feeling because it's not something you ever expect to feel or like, oh, I'm looking at a happy relationship. It's just like, oh, I've never seen this in my whole life. You know, <laughs> it was like I was watching two adults like play around, love each other, you know, be sort of goofy and, and just very like, ex- like sort of externalizing a lot of happiness, you know, with each other. And I think that was very, very impactful on me because, again, it was, like, the first time in my life. And I don't I don't know how many people out there have, have sort of witnessed, you know, healthy relationships, but I will say once you do, it does give you a different feeling. It gives you a, a sense of, I wouldn't say hope. Hope's not the word because I wasn't, like, unhopeful because obviously I was with you. But just, like, okay, like, we can do this kind of mm-hmm. kind of mentality, yeah. you know. Uh, have have you ever seen a healthy relationship you can recall? No, other than my grandparents, I can't think of any. Right. Any like, no. I think, same thing as you, I think most of the relationships that I've seen in my life, except for my grandparents, have been pretty toxic and yeah. and everything. But, I mean, I do, I do know some people who are very happy and who have, a, a, you know, they have a great relationship and I look up to them. And, you know, there's some people like that in my life right now. And, and, you know, their relationship is something that inspires me to, you know, just keep working on ours and just make it better every single day. 
and it kind of like shows me what's possible you know for our future for yeah. what we can accomplish and it just gives me motivation so yeah absolutely uh and another thing i want to like you know talk about and sort of get into is some of the adversities we have faced throughout our relationship to show that you know it's definitely not always easy and it's definitely not always you know butterflies and rainbows you know uh because for us we've had to maintain a long distance sort of relationship for basically since i graduated high school so Mm -hmm. for two and a half almost three years you know because i'm going into my senior year of college so doing that long distance relationship at first was very very scary and it was very um like it felt intimidating because you know I think for 99% of relationships, especially that are started in high school, when you go into college, they end, um, mm-hmm. especially if there's distance between them. And with us, I think we were close enough where, you know, we could continue to sort of fight and try and, you know, maintain our relationship. Um, because when, when we first fell in love, you know, and we first had that new love feeling, it was at least for me personally, it was the first summer we ever spent together because we got together in November. Mm-hmm. And so we went through, you know, Christmas and, and, and the spring and everything. And that summer is where, like, I really, really just fell for you, like, extremely hard. And I just, ever since then, you know, and at and, and that point, it was really like that new love feeling. Like, we saw each other seven days a week. <laughs> we texted each other. We called each other. We hung out we went on dates we i mean we did everything that Mm -hmm. summer i i like remember it like the back of my hand and you know whatever your moment is you know when you do fall for a person or like because for us i wouldn't say it was like the second i saw her i was like oh i love you right it wasn't like love at first sight in that in that sense and i think that's totally okay but there was a moment in our relationship where i was like oh i love this girl you know, I love this girl a lot and I'm go- mm-hmm. I am I want to keep her as long as possible. Mm-hmm. And the second I sort of made up my mind on that, I'm a very driven and determined person. So <laughs> I like was like, OK, she's going to be my girlfriend and I'm going to hold on to her as long as possible because I know I have a diamond, you know, in my hands and I don't want to let oh, it go. So cute. So I, you know, just like once I realized that and, you know, things started to get tougher after that first year Mm -hmm. and that summer and everything like that and i knew you know okay like if this is gonna work like we have to just stick with it you know and again the like with you know going to college that distance was now going to be between us and so at maximum we were going to see each other you know two days a week Mm -hmm. right because all the other days were going to be you know in college and classes and school and busy Mm -hmm. and working and everything like that so we were only going to see each other two days a week you know maximum and even to do that, I was going to have to drive 200 miles a weekend, you know, which I still do to this day. So, you know. Only one more year. Only one more year, though. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, but so, like, you know, every relationship is not conventional. And you're going to have to do things in your relationship to make it work, mm-hmm. especially if you are a younger person right. or if you are two people who, you know, are still chasing sort of your ambitions in life. Right. You know. And I did want to mention. So. Whenever you went off to college, I I had no hope. Yeah, I know. You know, I had absolutely no hope that we were going to make it. I think that's another difference between us, I think. <laughs> yes, that had absolutely no hope. And, you know, he even kept telling me, I'm going to come every single weekend, this and that. And I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And, but I think, I honestly think, because you did what you did, where you just you drove here every single weekend. You, we talked on the phone almost every single night, mm-hmm. and you just kept, you know, you we we kept contact, we kept communication. Yeah, you, you just, know? you know, you you just kept on fighting, even though I was losing hope. I think uh, you like changed my mind. Yeah, and made me realize, you know, maybe this can work. And I think that's a really key point because for any relationship out there, you know, especially if you're going through a hard time, like, you know, it's it's you can get through it and you can take the power of your relationship into your hands. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be external uh, circumstances you can't completely control, but all you, all you can control, you know, is how you respond to those ex- mm-hmm. uh, circumstances and how you react 
And so if you react in a way that's like, no, I don't care what happens. I'm good. Like, this is going to work. And that was basically my mentality. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't care what happens. I don't care how busy I get. I don't care how many classes I take. I don't care whatever I'm doing in my life. Like, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that this works. And if it doesn't, I will. it can at least know I did everything I could. Mm-hmm. Because I think for me, one thing I couldn't do is, you know, not put that effort forward and sort of just let it kind of slip away because I, I would so feel like I just dropped the ball and it slipped out of my hands. And that's not really like my personality anyways. Like, again, once I set my mind to something and once I sort of, you know, I I decide something, I'm not going to give up. And I'm I'm again, not every relationship will work out, but you have to at least give it your all. It's just like playing sports or anything. Right. You don't know if it's going to work out. You don't know at all. But you have to give it your all. You have to have that faith in yourself and your abilities and your sort of, you know, your mentality towards it that like no matter what, there's no option. Like your back's against the wall. You have to, you know, commit to it. And that's how that's exactly how it was with our relationship. I mean, and that's with everything, not just sports, not just relationship. It's anything you want to achieve in life. You have to work hard and not give up. And I think even when it gets hard, which is what when most people give up. Yeah, and I think, you know, with relationships, too, that's that's one thing I think people get very, very confused about because they sort of, like, they they look at relationships like, oh, it just didn't work out. Or, oh, it just, you know, um, you know this happened or, or that happened, you know, which I think 99% of the times it's just not the case, right? Something happened. Maybe you stopped hanging out as much. Maybe you stopped talking as much. Maybe you grew apart because you just became completely different people, yeah. you know? whatever whatever there's always a cause and you should always look for the cause because then you can learn from it you can reflect on it you can see if you could have done better if you could have done better you know committing time to the relationship Mm -hmm. or to the other person because it's very much like something you invest in and nurture it's not something that just works or doesn't right Right. you have to do things to make it work and like with long distance relationships you know humans have a have a way of just adapting to their you know circumstances environment anything so I remember when when you first left, I was like super sad and, you know, everything. But as time went on and as the weeks went on and even the years went on, I kind of got used to to you just being in College Station and me being in college. And if it wasn't for us keeping our communication and talking and for you to coming here every single weekend and, you know, for you staying in my life, I don't think we would have made it. And I think. A lot of people say, oh, yeah, my long distance relationship is going to work. But, you know, they never they never talk. They barely see each other because they're far away. And it just like slips away because you, you will you will eventually start if not if not anything else, you will eventually start living your new life and living, you exactly. know, and meeting new people yes. and meeting new friends. And if you're not in contact with that other person. They're just going to slip away from your mind and you're not going to even think about them. And then you're going to be like, oh, yeah, it didn't work out. Exactly. And and that's what I mean by like it starts somewhere and it grows apart at some point, at some juncture, at some decision, at some behavior. You know, it's not magic. Right. It, like it's not there's not like some esoteric like thing why it works or why it doesn't. And I I believe this with any relationship, because even with like parents or family, like their blood, right, their blood relationship. So it should always be good and always be great. But somebody like you, who you're, you know, your father's in a whole different country, right? You and your father don't have a very close relationship. Why? Because you you just can't, right? You've lived and you've moved on in a way, you know, obviously you still love him and everything. But, you know, it's been so many years and so, so much distance, like, and you have no choice but to grow apart. It's like you you kind of have to, you know? Yeah. I mean, you do. Like, I've last time I saw my dad, well, like, the last time that I lived with him, I was nine. You know, it's been 10 years. Yeah. And 10 years of the most important and, and, and you know, the impactful. impactful time of your life. Yeah. Like, you, you go from being a kid to being an adult to... You know, from dealing with toys to dealing with rent and bills tuition, and yeah. tuition. And especially, not only do we have, like, emotional differences because I haven't been with him for so long, but also we live in two completely different countries. And the things that I've learned in this country since I came here, 
have shaped the way that I look at my future. And the things that he's learned since his whole entire life, since he was in Cuba, has been very different than than from what what I've learned. You know, even with like my grandparents, who I lived, you know, who I live with, and and everything, I see the world completely different. Not just the generational, you know, the natural differences, generational gap. But the way you look at it, also yeah. like, I see things the way that. Obviously not completely, but I see things more of like the way that people see things here in the U.S. And it's completely different than from someone from anywhere else in the world. You know, every single country is different. You, everyone, every cultural differences, you know, everything. So that's to say like me and my dad, you know, I love him very much. But and I talk to him sometimes, but we, we've just grown apart so, so much because yeah. of so many things. And that's exactly what happens to relationships who just are apart and they don't talk they don't they don't do anything to keep it alive yeah it just slips away yeah a relationship is very much about the journey and not the destination you know it's not it's not about you know reaching a point like one thing that i don't like to do and i you know stay away from as much as possible is using how long we've been together as a defense of why we should continue being together you know i think a Mm -hmm. lot of people do this they Mm -hmm. say like you know well we've been together for 10 years Mm -hmm. therefore why don't we stay together? It's right. like, no, if you're not happy, don't stay together. If right. you're happy, stay together. I think it's it's really that simple. Right. And, you know, if you are happy with somebody, but you are having difficulty and issues, it's not that you don't love the person. Again, there's just real life circumstances that are sort of like coming in the way and sort of coming in between you in a way. Like, try to get with them and build a strategy to get through it, you know, mm-hmm. together. Be on the same page. Understand like, hey, six months for us is going to be rough, you know. But just know, I got your back. Do you have mine? You know, do you got my back in this? You know, because we're going to have to make it through this. But we can. We can totally get through this, you know. But again, I need you on my side. I need you, know, I need you to have my back. And I think that that's, that's super, super important, uh, you know, in a, in a relationship. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think that, like, you know, just because you've, you've been together a long time, you know, I don't think that that means anything. And I think, you know, if you're going to go through a hard time, then you get with that person and you say, like, hey, you know, this is going to be rough, but like, you know, do you have my back? And I think that that's, that's really important, really key because, you know, in order to maintain a long-term healthy relationship, which I guess we should also answer why one might want to do that. But in order, if you, if you are trying to do that, if that is one of your goals in life um, and that's something you're seeking to do and continue to do or continue to maintain, you need to understand that every day you have to fight for the other person. You know, you have to fight for the diamond that you found if you truly believe that. You know, and if you don't believe it's a diamond, then why do you want to build a long-term relationship anyways? So if, if you feel like they're the diamond and, and you kind of the diamond in the rough that you found and you want to, you know, continue to build that, like never, ever use what you've done before to, for, you know, what you're going to be in the future. Just like any, you know, personal accomplishments, never use what you've done in the past to project what, you, what you're going to do in the future, right? Always, always continue working hard every day, bettering yourself and working towards, you know, the things that you want to do in the future and the goals you want to do in the future and don't use your past accomplishments to sort of project what you can do in the future. Same with the relationship. If, if, if you sit down with your partner and you go, okay, why should we be together? And anywhere on your list is we've been together for X amount of time. Then take that off your list because it's not a good reason at all. There's plenty of relationships that have been 20 years of toxic, like toxicity. Right. And not even if not even 20 years of toxicity, you know, maybe they've lived the past 15 years happy, mm-hmm. so happy. And then the last year has just been miserable. And you've just you just come, you know, you just realize that you're not happy anymore with that person. And, you know, that happens. Yeah. There's relationships where it just it actually just doesn't doesn't work out. You know, you maybe you lose interest to that person. Maybe mm-hmm. you just. Maybe the flaws are are bigger than than you love for them, and that's okay because that means that you you need to find the person that you truly love, who yeah. you truly want to spend the time with, or maybe you just don't want to be with anybody and you just you love yourself and you want to be with yourself, you know. That's a yeah, and that's a key point about relationships is not all of them have to work out. Yeah, not every relationship has to work out. Right, you know, <laughs> like absolutely not. Like that's why some of these things that we're saying is sort of like things to identify in your relationship, like. Are you going in the right direction with the other person? You know, can you communicate enough? You know, does it seem like they're fighting or, or are you fighting, you know, are you sort of fighting for each other and sort of, um, you know, on the same page in the relationship? Because 
not every relationship has to work out and that's totally yeah. fine that's totally okay you know and being with that person with that person you know what whatever it is it's just holding you back from your true potential and yeah. whatever you want to do because whether you like it or not being in a relationship takes time and mm-hmm. it takes effort and if you don't want to be with, with somebody who's taking all that effort imagine what you could do with that effort you could put it into something that you really want to do yeah. And that time and, and, and that dedication, you can put it into something else that you truly want to do. So never feel like it's like. And I think it, we should talk about this because it does get hard whenever. Whenever you don't feel the same feelings that the other person does, mm-hmm. because it, it makes it a million times harder because you don't want to break their heart. You yeah, don't absolutely. want to make them, especially if you've been together for a long time. I mean, I, I could not imagine yeah. how that would feel on the other person who's completely in love with you um but i think it's important to remind yourself that that is it better to lie to them and be with them even though you don't love them and then eventually it's gonna end whether you like it or not or probably push you to cheat and hurt them right even more, right you know? or would you rather tell them the truth you know maybe you will hurt them but again humans can adapt and that person will be sad for a while but then they'll get over it they'll find somebody who they truly love and who loves them deeply and you know it's never good to feel bad about it no you have to like protect your own happiness at all costs you know you have to sort of understand like that at the end of the day if you're not happy then the relationship is not serving you you know I think every relationship, you know, any relationship in your life, if you have very toxic, draining energy relationships, you should cut them out of your life. You know, sometimes that even means family, you mm-hmm. know, like some family is just that toxic or just that draining. Mm-hmm. I think that if you really want to live to your true potential in life and you really want to, you know, uh, sort of reach a, a, a level of happiness where you, you know, you can wake up every day and are so in love and happy with all the people you have in your life. You have to be okay with accepting that not everybody is going to fit, fit your life in the way you want to live. And, you know, not to say you, you can't love family and everything like that. Just, you know, especially if it's on a day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month basis, understand, you know, who, you're, who your inner circle is, who the people you love are, and who you give the most time to. Because at the end of the day, no matter who you are and no matter who you hang out with, eventually you start to take on the traits of them. And eventually you start to like not copy, but you start to sort of, you know, um, sort of follow the patterns and habits that they do. So mm-hmm. if you're around a lot of successful people, then you will naturally push yourself to become more successful. And if you're around a lot of lazy, toxic, arguing sort of, you know, human beings, you will start to not only turn into that, but it'll start to taint who you are and start to like sort of mix in. But I think that's a great like transition to sort of, you know, why, why should a person, you know, want to be in a long-term relationship? Because, you know, we're talking about sort of if a long-term relationship isn't serving you and it's taking more than it's giving, what exactly do you think a long-term relationship gives, you know, in the, in the, in the plus side in the good side? Mm -hmm. Like, why do you think it's worth it to have a long-term relationship? So I think, you know, logically, if you think about it logically, okay. You know that saying that Uh-oh. two heads is better than one. You know. <laughs> oh, that's where you're going with this. Okay. No. I'm with you. I'm, so, I'm on the bus. Let's go. <laughs> so, with that being said, you know, two brains is better than one for I mean, anything. Mathematically, the math mathematically. Checks out. <laughs> you're right. I yes. agree. You know, you have two people. Ten is better who than can... one. So why, you know, <laughs> why stick with just two? Right. I mean, if you wanted. To have more brains go for it (laughs) but you know it you know also that saying this is it takes two to tango (laughs) okay i don't think i'm giving good opinions here i'm just kidding i i I, i'm not this is just yes but honestly i think the reason why you should stay in a relationship but you know the reason why you should make those sacrifices is because they are completely worth it if you're if you want a a you know a a healthy future if you and the other person 
you know, if you have dreams of like having this really successful life and you put both of your efforts together, it can make that dream actually come true. And, and you know, it can make it even, it can amplify it. Absolutely. And, like- and again, and if you're happy with a person, you know, even though it takes effort and it takes dedication and it takes time and sometimes it can be hard, it, it will be worth it. You know, it will be worth it to be, be happy and to have someone that you can trust by your side. You know, have someone that you can tell anything to. You can, someone that you can, someone that's, you know, you're ride or die. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And I think, I think that's worth it. I think just to touch on that particular point, uh, I think one of the things they've shown in sort of research is that being lonely, especially towards the end of life, is just as, as detrimental to your health as smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. So it's just as correlated with, you know, your um, likelihood to die and your your overall like health as is you know being metabolic or smoking a pack of cigarettes a day you know that's how that's how important not being lonely in sort of life is in general you know having that that other person like you're saying to share with is super huge but i think even more importantly like for me it's also like you just make me so much better like in almost every way i could think of Mm -hmm. you know you you just give me a little more like life a little more excitement for every single day basically Mm -hmm. you know you give me um like you know obviously when i'm in school and i'm very busy and taking classes a lot of people you know and i kind of mentioned this last episode like a lot of a lot of people might think it's better to just you know put your head down and just like put as much time as you can into that sort of craft whatever it is you're doing you know it doesn't have to be school it can be anything whatever you're sort of hustling and dedicating at that point in your life you could do that you know but I think with us, like, because I know I'm going to see you on the weekend, because I know I have you, because I know I sort of, like, have that rock foundation in you, it allows me to work so much harder the Monday through Friday. Through Friday. Mm-hmm. You know, it allows me to work so much harder when I am doing what I want to do, you know, and when I am sort of, like, dedicating to a specific craft, because I know, you know, I'm, I'm not only am I, you know, you're, you're there to support me, but I know, like, when I need a break, you're also there, and I know that you know, when I need to change a pace, you're also there. I, yep. Like one thing I always talk about is like, I'm so happy you're not an engineer because then I would have to come home and listen to more engineering, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a great break I mm-hmm. get, you know? And I think for all these reasons and many more, like it's, I think it's so worth it to to invest in a long-term relationship and to have one. Um, obviously, if you have the right person. If you don't have the right person, you yeah. know, and they're not worth your time, Mm-mm. that's totally understandable too, yeah. you know? And that's that's just as detrimental Definitely. to your your overall health and life as anything. And, you know, you need to, if you are in a relationship that you feel is draining you, you need to build up the courage and tell yourself, this is this is not serving me. I need to let go. I need to end this. You know, no matter, no matter who gets hurt, no matter what happens, this is not good for me and I need to let go. So I think it's important to also have that. And I also wanted to mention, I think you, you, you also said something about it, but I think also like, being with someone else who's just, you know, equally or more, you know, hungry for for success and and, and a good future, I think it makes you want to do better mm-hmm. every single day. Oh, my God. You know, like, I know you, you know, you want to be, <laughs> you want to be a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to put it. Yes. That's a great way to put and it. And that just motivates me every single day to you know to also like work for what i want to do yeah and to because you know sometimes like sometimes like you're you're the type of person that's like no i'm gonna be rich because i'm gonna be rich like there's no there's no excuse no and then sometimes i'm like you know like if i'm not rich and i just (laughs) and you know I'm, i'm comfortable it's okay but then i talk to you and i'm like no, no, no. I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna so be a billionaire. All the time in my head, I'm like, okay, I want to be super rich, successful. And I talk to you, and we do like yoga together. I'm like, okay, maybe I'm okay just like living a calm. <laughs> See, life, so it's you know? a good so it's balance. Like... It makes us both grounded. <laughs> Absolutely. And it just, it just, it motivates us to do better for each other. Because also, if if you're moving forward with something and you're growing and you're succeeding. 
you're not gonna wanna you're not going to want to be with somebody who's not Absolutely. and somebody who's just staying behind yeah and who just isn't doing anything for themselves and that's when it is time to sort of cut the relationship because again right. it's no longer serving you in the way that you know a long-term relationship really should right and it, again it doesn't necessarily have to be that you know y- y'all aren't doing the exact same things or y'all mm-hmm. aren't pursuing the exact same thing because maybe they are completely different than you and and y'all can still have a loving and happy relationship but the second that they start to become a detriment to like what you're trying to do in your life and they start holding you back or pulling you back or you know trying to like you know make sure you don't you're not as successful as you want to mm-hmm. be you know, once that starts to happen, that's when it's like the red line. You know, that's when they've gone too far. Because I think like with us, like one of the things that I do love as like you're talking about pushing ourselves, like I've tried to maintain a, a consistent workout basis, you know, throughout all the other busy things that I do. And it's very difficult. It's very, very hard because it's so easy to make excuses. It's so easy. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I have an exam this week. I have, you know, stuff to do that week. I have, you know, all these things I have to take care of. I don't have time, you know. And, and I'm also trying to, like, you know, keep a healthy sleep schedule and all these things. It's like, oh, I just don't have time to work out. But this last semester, like, every day when you would text me, like, I'm done with my workout, I'd be like, okay, well, I'm not going to be a bitch. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to let her work out and, like, me not get my ass in the gym and work out. Mm-hmm. So every time you would text me, I would get my ass in the gym and I would bust out the workout. And every time I felt better afterwards. And I think that's a great example of, like, if you have someone there to just kind of push you and, you know, when, when you're feeling a little off, they get you there. And some days you're feeling off, you know, and I kind of like push you and I say like, mm-hmm. hey, like, I know you're tired, but, you know, we got to We got to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I think I think that's an important dynamic in a relationship is having that person to sort of push you. And, you know, since we are in the topic of like, you know, being with someone. There is those people who. They're like. I, I, I want to be with someone, but it just seems like I can't find the right person. And so they spend, you know, who knows how many years alone. And and then they they come to the conclusion of, you know, I'm just better alone. Right. Um, I think, in my opinion, I think what I think what those people need to realize is that they're looking for the perfect person to be with. You know, they're looking for. They're looking for like their type. They're looking for the guy who buys them flowers. Who, I mean, I'm not saying he shouldn't. He should buy you flowers, but great point, right? <laughs> but they're looking for perfection. They're looking for Prince Charming, right. and you're it, never going to find exist. that. You're even n- even if you did, there's a even more handsome Prince Charming down down yeah. the street, or Prince know? is Charming. Yes, you know, same exactly same 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 kind of concept. You know, no matter. Like, that's another thing, too, is, you know, it's like there's always a house that's nicer than the house you have. But at some point, like, you have to, like, decide whether you're happy with the house you have or not, mm-hmm. you know, because there's always going to be the, the you know, the faster car. There's always going to be the more expensive this, more expensive that. Pretty much no matter how rich you are, there's someone, always someone who's a little richer, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to decide at what point in your life and at what point in your relationship or, or what point in your sort of standards, like you're basically saying, like, you know, what what can you be happy with and sort of, you know, build relationships with? Because like for us, right, a few months ago we got matching tattoos, right? And, you know, I'm I'm really glad we did. Like there were, you know, I love it. I, I it's right, right here on my arm, you know. And I and I love that we have that because one thing one thing about us is that, you know, we've talked about breaking up a lot. Like we've talked about like, okay, if we broke up, you know, you get da 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 or if even when we were going to get that too, we talked about it. Okay, if we got it and we broke up in, mm-hmm. you know, a year, like, would we regret it? And, you know, I think, at least for me, I kind of came to the conclusion, like, no, I wouldn't. Because, you know, you're just someone who's had such a, you know, impact on my life, mm-hmm. you know. And someone who I've learned so much and grown so much with that, like, you know, I'm never going to forget you, you know. And I'm always going to have a level of love for you in my heart. So, it's not like, you know, like, again, like if we were to break up next week, like I'm just going to like regret it. Like I'm always going to have this because like you were always a part of my life. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's like super important because, uh, you know, people who, who try and find the perfect relationship, they're missing out on a lot of the imperfect memories that they would make. Mm -hmm. You know, like if, if, if you were so picky, you know, we didn't get to share the last almost six years together. We wouldn't have all the six years of memories. Right. Even if we broke up next week. Right. 
nobody can take those memories away. Nobody can take those experiences away. Right. And I think that even if a relationship has run its course, if it's gone 5, 10, 15 years, whatever the, the case is, it's gone two years and that was it. You know, whatever. Right. If it's gone six months, like if if whatever the relationship or whatever the scenario is, I think it's completely it's like the old saying, like it's better to have loved and then have lost than to have never loved at all. It's like even if even if it doesn't work out in the end, mm-hmm. you know, did you get like 15 years of amazing life? Did right. you get, you know, this much time of memories and happiness and, mm-hmm. you know, building sort of making more friendships and relationships? And right. I mean, living life like at some point, you know, we all have to live life like we can all go and achieve things and we all can go try and, you know, be better in life and try and find better people. And that's great. But at some point, you just got to fucking live life, right. you know, and even, because then you're going to get to the end and it's over. Right. And even if you're if you're successful and you want to achieve all these things. You're going to achieve them and, and who's going to be there at the, you know, at the end, who, who are you going to share it with? I mean, and for me, if I achieve something, I want to make sure I have somebody to celebrate with, somebody to tell, Absolutely. somebody to and to share I with. Mean, that's the fun part, right? Right. It's like like the- you're you're working hard. For you and for that person, for your family, for, you know, the the people you love around you. And if if you didn't have that, then it wouldn't even be worth it to do anything no. and to, to achieve anything. Because what am I doing it for? You right. know, and I think a lot of people um, experience like depression because of this, because they're like, what am I what am I living for? What am right. I working towards? And this doesn't just have to uh, do with relationships, obviously, but. It is one of those things where you have to like realize like, you know. I mean, I think it, it's like it's like you're, you're kind of getting back to the point of why why it's worth it to invest right. in, you know, long term relationships. Right. Like why? Why is it even worth it? Well, because, you know, you do get all these benefits and, and mm-hmm. you know, you, you can get amazing time and memories and years and and sort of like things you'll never forget. Things that always impact you, you know, um, it's just like people who, you know get together with someone and they have a kid and then maybe later they break up or divorce or whatever. Right. But they still love their kid. Right. They're not going to like all of a sudden not love their kid. I mean, like they're going to love their kid just as much. And, you know, they could say, Oh, I wish I never got with that person, but then you wouldn't have never had the kid mm-hmm. and you would never have the kid that you love that you now, you know, like you love that again, like it's your kid because it is your kid. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's so many people out there who were, you know, including myself who were born sort of basically, a, you know, in a single parent household, like, just because, you know, it's not going to work out doesn't mean it wasn't worth it, you know, because like, again, I'm here, you know, and a lot of people out there are here yeah. because it didn't work out, you know, but people still went off their instincts and they still engage yeah. in sort of living life and trying to build those relationships. Right. And I think that's why it's worth it to at least try. Right. You know, it's worth it to at least sort of fight for it. Um, and I think on the on, also on the other uh, side, like the other side of that is. We can talk a little bit about sort of the importance in a relationship of having space and sort of having, you know, like one thing that we one thing that I feel personally, and this is actually kind of relating to one of the arguments we just had, like, like 48 hours ago. Um, I'm somebody who, you know, when I grew up, I grew up in a very sort of chaotic home in a very chaotic environment um, in a lot of ways. And so because of that. The way I sort of coped with that is I made sure I was the complete opposite. So imagine a completely like imagine like a really messy house and a lot of chaos. And then imagine like there's one room in the house that's completely clean. that's completely organized. It's like looks like perfect. That was always my room. You know, I was always very attention to detail. Very like, OK, this is my space. I'm going to protect it because I didn't have much control, especially growing up at like around some of the things that were happening around me. And so my space was like my space. Like I felt very sort of protective and controlled because I, w- I was in control. I could decide the outcome of how my room looked every single day and if my bed was made or not. And those are like the little disciplines, disciplines I built sort of growing up because I knew, you know, okay, this is my space, you know. And I think since going to college, you know, I have a, an apartment in college, you know, so I've sort of moved out, out home. But whenever I come to Houston to see you, I don't really have like a space. I don't have a place, right? I don't have a sort of my own, my own, again, my own like space. And so um, I think in a relationship, especially if you do plan on living with a person one day or if you do plan on uh, sort of 
spending a lot of time with them in a long-term way. I think understanding the boundaries that should be set, the space, doesn't mean you don't love the person, you know? It just means that you you understand that each each person kind of needs their space. Like one experience that we had together, because we were together, was during COVID-19, and we got kind of basically kicked out of school and, you know, was home for the pandemic. We were like around each other a lot, a lot. I mean, we we worked out like basically every day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think I worked at the time at Chipotle, but we we just sort of like were with each other a lot. And I think the more time you spend with someone, the more you start to get to those flaws we were talking about earlier and the more you'll start to like recognize some of those things. Mm-hmm. And so I think having the space um, because it's kind of ironic, but I think that's one of the secrets to our successful relationship is as hard as it is being a long distance relationship and, 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 you know, going to different schools Mm -hmm. in some ways it's good because we are allowed to be our own like person and not sort of get in the way of each other. Not to say that, you know, whenever we are out of college that, you know, we can't maintain that, but it, it did teach us a lot, you know, in the sense of like, Sometimes it's totally okay to let the other person sort of live and not, you know, almost suffocate them, if that right. makes sense. And I think it's especially important when you're young. Yes, especially when you're young. Yeah, right? because, and I've mentioned this to you before, but I have my own dreams that I want to achieve right. by myself. You know, there's things that I want to experience by myself. And, and you know, I've always been the type of person to never let anyone... Um, hold me back from those dreams, from those experiences that I want to, when I want to live by myself. And I think us being apart and starting this like huge like jump from being a kid to an adult, and you know having the the distance to kind of us like learn by ourselves right. has been great because it has been. like I, you know, imagine if we would have went to the same school, like we would have been together every day, and you know some people. It works, right? But it's kind of like it's almost like harder. It's almost like it was a lucky accident, right? And at first you're like, "Yay, you know, we're together and and we're doing all these things together," but you're not learning. It's a, it's kind of hard. I guess the best way to describe it is it's hard to form your own identity. You know, yeah. It's hard to, again, even if you are someone who's like geographically close to the other person, that's fine too. You know, as long as like. You know, like if, for example, if we went to the same school, I think even in that case, um, I think we would have been okay just because um, I just still think we would have separate apartments. You know, we still would have had separate schedules. You know, we in a way we still would have been able to do that. But I do think it was almost a lucky accident because, you know, we kind of learned that because we were forced to. Right. And I think that's a mistake that a lot of relationships make is they're not necessarily forced to and they don't have anybody to kind of guide them and say, hey, you know, you especially again when you're young or even when you're in a younger relationship, you know, you should really focus on sort of allowing the other person to also grow and be right, them, you right. know, and and don't don't suffocate them and let them form their own identity. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the only identity they're going to have is the relationship. Right. And then if. It's just going to make them resent the relationship. Almost, right. Because right? It, it, it almost kind of like they'll realize at some point that they're not who they want to be or, or who they thought they were going to be. And it's kind of, and then they're going to, like you said, they're going to resent their relationship and then that's it's going to end. Yeah. And then it's going to be worse for everyone because you as a person who just realized that that's that you're not who you want to be, you know, and you just ended a relationship. You're like, well, now what do I want to be? And you could realize this like 10, 15 years into your career. And then you're like, what am I doing? You know, which is fine. It happens to a lot of people. But, you know, it, it's avoidable. Yeah. Avoidable. Is that a word? Yeah. It's like, you know, it's definitely avoidable. Um, again, like, I think that that sort of identity that each person has is so crucial to being a uh, I think even even something as little as like when we go to parties, right? Me and you are two completely different people. And we we talk, you know, to people in completely different ways. And we engage in conversation in completely different ways, right? And we can go to a party and split up, 
right? And and you can go talk to whoever you're going to talk to, and I can go talk to whoever I'm going to talk to, and we can come back together, and we can talk to people together, right? We have that sort of flexibility because we are very comfortable in sort of who we are, you know? And I would say, you know, I would say it's still, you know, you are a little younger than me, so I would say, you know, you are kind of still... Not that young. Okay, but <laughs> I will say you probably, you probably have... um like just just yourself i feel like you first you personally feel maybe i'm wrong but you personally feel like you could discover more of yourself still you know at this point in your life and yeah. obviously i feel the same way you know um i have a lot to discover absolutely <laughs> with and, both and without you I mean, we we're, we're under 22 so we both have a lot yes. to discover right <laughs> there's like there's a lot in life that's yeah. you know going to happen mm-hmm. you know if we're lucky we have more of our life ahead of us than we we've lived so far right you know but I will say, you know, just to sort of bring the episode to to a close that whatever relationship you're in or whatever relationship you're trying to form, it's important to understand that it's going to be hard and it's going to be difficult and that every relationship is completely different, but that it's completely worth it. And take it from two high school sweethearts who, you know, met freshman year of high school, basically, <laughs> and when our relationship started out, it was nothing like it is today. Mm -hmm. And the people we were at that point are nothing like they are today. Obviously you're in high school. It's the beginning of high school too. You know, now we're about to be out of college and, you know, be, be an engineer. So, you know, there's, you're going to grow and you're going to change, but as long as the person is worth it and the relationship is worth it, you should absolutely definitely fight and try and figure out if you are going through some relationship issues if you're not in a relationship or, you know, whatever the case is, you know, never give up. Please never give up because we all have an opportunity in this world, you know, and in this life. And we shouldn't like squander it because there's so many people who weren't lucky enough to be born and to live. And we do. We have that opportunity. And I think it's worth it to use some of the time in your life to go search for those people uh, who can really provide more value and more happiness in your life. It's completely worth it. Um with that and with the end of the third episode of the Who Am I podcast, we want to start a little more uh, engagement with the audience. So if you're on YouTube, it'll be below in the comments. If you're on Spotify, it'll be below in the Q&A section. But we want y'all to sort of respond with A, anything that you enjoyed or loved about this episode, or maybe your own comments about how a relationship should be. That should be fun and controversial. Uh, <laughs> and B, uh, anything else you, you want to hear in future episodes, any topics you want us to talk about, any um, potential things you want us to cover. You know, we're two dynamic people, that, and we're planning on hopefully getting our first guest on soon, but we're still working on that. So um, just post anything that you feel like uh, you want us to talk about and anything that you uh, loved about this particular episode yeah. or any comments you have about uh relationships whether toxic or good i guess and thank you thank you all who are listening and i really hope that you could take something away from today's episode about you know any relationships that you have in your life yes thank you so if you've made it this far you are a true fan and you're (laughs) a true og and we really really appreciate it We'll, we'll keep trying to provide as much value to you as possible to the entire audience and hopefully, you know, not only can we continue growing together, but the audience can grow with us. But with that, um, we hope to see you same time next week. So, bye, guys. Peace.